Hello everybody and welcome to another inspiring episode of Founders Gyan. This is episode 27 and each week we bring you the inspiring story of a startup and the founder behind the same. This week we are featuring Shruti Ajmera Reddy, the co-founder of rentsetgo.co. That is the words rent set go all together.co. The simplest way to describe this startup is as a peer-to-peer rental marketplace. More on that later in the show. Do check out the show notes over at www.foundersgyan.com/ep27 and also go to foundersgyan.com/top to listen to the top listened podcasts on the show. Enough dilly dallying. Now let's get on word with the show. Shruti welcome to the show I am very excited to be chatting with you today a quick brief on Shruti she is the co-founder of rentsetgo.co an online marketplace that facilitates peer to peer rentals as well as mom and pop slash micro entrepreneur renting of all your outdoor gear needs from thrilling motorbikes to high endurance cycles from awesome camping gear to expensive cameras and lenses rent away super cool gear at extremely affordable prices and get on to your adventures uh, that's that's what uh, rent set go aims to do and is doing currently a masters in finance management by education shruti has worked in various roles in various companies before rent set go shruti great to meet you and thanks a lot for taking time out of your busy schedule to share your knowledge wisdom and time with our listeners thank you for agreeing to be on the show thanks ram it's it's a pleasure to be here okay excellent now let's talk a bit about your journey So can you fill in the blanks from the intro about your journey before Rent Set Go? Sure. Um so just before Rent Set Go I was on the investing side and I worked for a firm called Mumbai Angels. Uh and uh, in fact that was one of the tipping points for me to venture uh, into starting something of my own. Um you know the experience of meeting founders every day and the kind of exciting journey that they were going through it really inspired me to start something of my own so i worked with uh, mumbai angels for about 2 years before that i was based out of delhi working for a uh, a billion dollar uh, family group called sugalanda mani uh, my role primarily uh, were around finance and investment side as well as new initiatives uh, i did my graduation from uh, shriram college of commerce uh, delhi um and after that uh, as you pointed out i did my masters uh, from dharam business school uh, uk okay excellent thanks a lot shruti for that now let's talk a bit about the origin of rent set go so can you explain in a few sentences what is rent set go and how did you guys come up with the idea for this sure so uh, so rent set go uh, uh, was founded by me and my husband who is also my cto um uh, sunit and uh, we essentially uh, wanted to build a marketplace where experiences are preferred over possessions or you know uh, consumerism was not looked at uh, in the way it is today and we wanted to focus our energies on creating more and more experiences for our users uh, this came about this idea came about uh, 
uh, you know, through our own personal journey uh, that we we kind of experienced in, I think, in 2014 sometime uh, when uh, the two of us planned a trip and we wanted to do something different. We wanted to do something activity based and we picked up, uh, you know, cycling across Kerala as one of the activities we wanted to try out. Um, turns out both, neither of us had ever actually ridden a geared bicycle, a high-end bike before. And we just, you know, sort of thought, okay, let's just go pick one. I mean, it's just a bicycle, right? So how much would it maximum be? Uh, being a complete uh, newbie in this space, essentially. Uh, but our focus was this, right? We wanted to ride across the hills of Kerala. But that's all that we wanted to do. We didn't care much about the, you know, we didn't know much about bicycles and stuff. We walked into a store, uh, realized one bicycle is worth 50 grand, uh, the one that we were supposed to ride. And and then the Gujarati brain sort of walked, came in and, you know, what? It doesn't make sense to spend a lakh on something that, you know, we don't even know whether we'd like to do. Or, I mean, it's not something that we see ourselves doing every day. So uh, that kind of prompted a thought that, hey, listen, uh, you know, why do we have to spend so much on something before even trying it out? Uh, why do we have to spend something on, uh, you know, we know that we won't use as much. And, uh, you know, let's just let's just try renting it out. And it turned out that we could rent it for 10% of the cost for an entire month, wherein we could train on the bike, we learned how to ride it, we did all our uh, sort of experiments on it, and figured out how to have a, you know, a good ride at the end of the trip and and i mean that's what mattered today we remember the trip more than you know which bike we rode or how we rode it or where we rode it so yeah essentially then set go came out of that idea okay so that's that's a great story now you did manage to rent the bike at uh 10% of the cost but uh was it difficult or did you have to go uh, through multiple shops through multiple people uh i mean uh, how does rent set go address that specific problem of uh, renting these gears right so you you basically hit the nail on its head right so absolutely we had to speak to like 10 of our friends uh, some who were into cycling you know to figure out which place to go to or what brand to buy or uh, google out i mean all the options and the suggestions that we were getting i mean they were more confusing than, uh, you know, than actually solving our problem. And then just one day, we just decided to walk into a store and, you know, hey, listen, we'll pick that colorful bike. You know, I mean, but that's not how, uh, you know, we take decisions, right? So, um, so yeah, so, and then the, the, the bigger pain point was that, okay, now that you have a bike that you can rent, how do you transport it? Like, how do I get it home? I can't just ride like some 20 kilometers to my house and uh, especially when I don't even know how to ride it properly. So, um, so yeah, discovery was an issue. Uh, logistics was an issue. Payment was another issue. Uh, and, you know, the whole, uh, I mean, the whole experience itself was very painful. So Renset Go sort of came out of that and we figured that, okay, listen, we want to target, we want to split this whole journey into different experiences and make each experience uh, of getting a bike and making sure that you get to ride it at your convenience a, a, a good overall experience so so yeah so that's what uh, Renset Go aims to sort of target and fill those gaps as well okay excellent now what are the uh, for our budding founders listening out there can you tell us uh, some tips and tricks on how to come up with a winning idea <laughs> Uh, well, I think uh, ideas are, are crazy and diamond doesn't. I think all the, the entire uh, winning bit lies in the execution. 
uh, I don't think, uh, you know, like Flipkart to the world, uh, it's not just entirely based on an idea of buying and selling online, but it's how they managed to do it and how they're still doing it. Uh, I think the same, uh, we are also a very young company right now and we are learning a lot along the way. Uh, for us, what has worked is hiring a great uh, team, having people with the right kind of uh, motivations as us on board. And uh, yeah, just, just, you know, being open to ideas and trying out whatever it takes to 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 crack this market open for us. Okay, excellent. So you, I think you need the, uh, hit the nail on the head uh, rightly uh, about uh, an idea is worth nothing until it's executed properly. So uh, can you give us some uh, tips on what we can do to turn the idea into a reality? You could maybe take your own example of your own company and uh, what did you guys do uh, once you had the initial idea? And uh, how how did you build the company, build the product, uh, etc.? Can you take us through that journey? Sure, sure, sure. So, um, so, so, yeah, that that was uh, a very interesting phase for us. So it was uh, Sunit and me uh, for the first, and another uh, friend of ours who was helping us build the tech platform. So I was lucky enough to to find a, a, an excellent CTO in my partner, and uh, you know we both sort of set out to do it ourselves. We built the uh, in today's day and age, there's so many tools that are free tools, in fact, that are available to just, you know, push an app out there to build it and push it out there and give it in consumers' hands and, you know, just experiment and learn from your early set of, uh, you know, adopters. So we did essentially just that, Our, you know, for the first six months. Our burn was just about, I think, 800 bucks for the domain that we had bought. Uh, rest all of it, you know, I was out in the streets uh, talking to people, meeting, uh, you know, the communities that we thought we could target and, you uh, uh, just getting their feedback, putting it back into the app. Sunit was building it uh, day in and day out. And this was, so Sunit um, was involved in it. Uh, you know, he was moonlighting on this and uh, I was essentially sitting on it and we were using all sorts of tools. We, in fact, uh, uh, funnily enough, used OLX ourselves and, you know, saw if there were people renting out. So apparently you can buy, sell and rent on OLX, but not just property, but even products. So we found like some uh, early uh, users and lenders on OLX who were sort of not happy with the platform because OLX caters to buy and sell more than rent. So there again, we saw an opportunity. We started talking to these guys uh, and essentially just got out there. We we ran small, small experiments, had a, had some ideas in mind that, okay, th- this is our hypothesis. hypothesis. And if... Uh, few consumers validate it, we'll start, we'll sort of build deeper and we'll go deeper into it. Um, so, so yeah, so those early experiments is what really helped us take off. And then one uh, fine day, we raised a seed round uh, internally from friends and family and set up an office, got some guys onto it, got like an amazing team and uh, and then just started pushing it out there. Okay, excellent. Now, let's talk about bit more about uh, the differentiation of your platform. Now, I believe there are several competitors out there who kind of uh, are into the same business renting uh, rentals, basically. Uh, so what differentiates uh, Rent Set Go? Uh, I think our approach from day one was uh, pretty, uh, you know, specific that what we wanted to do uh, in terms of how we wanted to approach our consumers, how we wanted uh, to, what categories we wanted to target 
and why we wanted to target them. So uh, we first started, we were a mobile first company. We started, we developed an Android app and uh, uh, because we wanted to sort of have uh, both peers uh, on the lending and borrowing side onto our platform. So, uh, you know, having a, a mobile app is just uh very easy you can just point shoot and upload a product immediately onto a platform and that's it your life uh, and uh, on the user side you always have your cell phone in your hand so you, you know you can you can search for products wherever you are uh, you know no constraints uh, over a period of time we learned that most of our borrowers were essentially coming onto our, were, were coming on our website and trying to find products there but we were just we just had a landing page there we didn't offer uh, products on our website. So gradually we realized that, you know, app adoption will take its own time and we have to kind of uh, focus on the web too. So within a couple of weeks, we had our website up and running and we did that in phases. We, we never, it, you know, in a, in a startup, there's never like, okay, yeah, this is one day when, when you're launching something, you're just launching everything, something new every day. So it kind of is a, is a very, uh, you know, evolving process. So, uh, yeah, so, so that's how we kind of went about, uh, implementing and putting our idea out into the, into the public. Okay. Excellent. Now let's uh, talk a bit, uh, let's, let's get into a personal question. Now we all hear about founders sacrificing family time to make their ventures a success. Can you tell us a bit more about your own family? And, uh, obviously you just told that, uh, your husband also uh, is the co-founder, uh, but how do you how do you guys manage to balance business and family? <laughs> uh, it's it's a tough one. Uh, we are still learning. Uh, I think uh, because the good bit is that because both of us realize that uh, business takes time and um, you know it it takes a toll on your time and on your life and on on how you sort of are living it as well. We both kind of understand uh, the demands of it, so we are way more um, appreciative of you know the time that we spend together. And, uh, yeah, I mean, I think we're yet to see uh, a slowdown of, of uh, our uh, phase. But uh, so far, I think uh, just because you understand the other person, it kind of, uh, you're more, uh, you just are more understanding and, and you kind of balance it out. But, yeah, we're, we're from morning till night till, I don't know, till our eyes are shut, we're just talking about rent set go. So that's a bit, <laughs> that's a bit uh, uh, irritating at times when you don't have anything else to talk about. But you know just your business okay yeah yeah i can i can i can kind of understand now let's uh talk uh so uh since you're a woman entrepreneur i i usually ask this question to all my women entrepreneurs and the answers are very interesting and varied uh so how how difficult is it to be a woman entrepreneur in predominantly a male dominated society and what advice would you give specifically to women entrepreneurs listening out there well, don't think of yourself as a woman entrepreneur. Just think of yourself as an entrepreneur. That's all that it is. I mean, everyone uh, sort of faces their own specific challenges. I mean, I never faced a... I mean, I don't perceive it also as that, but I never faced a challenge just because I was a woman. And uh, I mean, I don't see it as a male dominating... I just do just refuse to believe that it's a male dominating uh you know sort of an environment i i just go out there and do my work and uh you know just just give my best shot and see how it goes i i don't uh, kind of differentiate or uh sort of expect a preferential treatment just because i'm a woman so yeah 
Okay, excellent. Uh, I I really like that answer. Now let's move across to another personal question. So, is there a morning or a daily ritual that you follow? Can you share it with myself and our listeners? Uh, it could be a personal habit, like uh, say working out every day, or a professional habit, like uh, say setting some tasks for the day and working through them. So, whichever you think is uh, something that you have to do on a daily basis. Um. Yeah. So. Um. So Sunit and I both, in fact, uh, uh, you know, have been active uh, all our lives in terms of uh, interest in sports or otherwise. Uh, uh, so some physical activity is definitely a part of our ritual uh, daily. Uh, be it going to the gym, swimming, or going just going for a run. Uh, you know that sort of helps us. Uh, you know, release that excess stress or whatever it is. You know, those un unutilized energies they they kind of go in the right direction that way. Um, in terms of uh, professional rituals, I mean, I don't open mails till like. 12 in the 12 in the afternoon like focus on big tasks and get them done early in the morning uh mails they tend to distract you and sort of get you off the off the track and uh yeah they're setting priorities okay excellent excellent so i guess i was a bit lucky you answered my mail before 12 uh, for <laughs> confirming today's podcast <laughs> so guess guess i was a bit lucky there huh? i was too excited for this <laughs> okay okay cool If you like the show do follow us on Facebook and Twitter the link is www.facebook.com/foundersgyan and twitter.com/foundersgyan both these provide you daily tips and articles as well as resources to help and inspire your startup there are multiple tips per day some examples of these tips would be articles on the latest startups growth hacking tips how do you build team for startups how to get funding etc So don't forget facebook.com/foundersgyan and twitter.com/foundersgyan. Uh now can you tell us something about yourself that is not commonly known? Oh wow okay. Um I was a dancer at one point uh, that I don't think is commonly known. <laughs> uh yeah I used to I used to dance uh, for a company called Danceworks. Uh, I was part of the company and uh, I think uh, I wish I can sort of take out time again to you know explore and uh, go back to that part of my life again uh, but yeah, i i i really loved dancing and i still do okay okay <laughs> I, i i wish you luck i mean uh, surely um, <clears throat> i'm i'm sure you will be able to cover some time uh, if you are uh, if you're interested in that so uh, let's move on to a question about advice now what's the best advice somebody has given you or alternatively best advice you have heard um i would have to say it's it's come i mean it's a, it's kind of like a variant of the same advice that's come from uh my parents uh, my in-laws who and uh, you know the guy these are the guys that i i sort of look up to every time you know i have a personal challenge or a professional challenge is that um, you know failures are sort of the milestones along the road they will come no matter what but they're not the end destination uh you have to just sort of keep going past them and not stop uh that uh, yeah okay excellent excellent advice uh, so failures are it's a variation of failures are the stepping stones to success right yeah yeah totally okay brilliant brilliant advice i i really like it now uh, we all know that startups come with a lot of pressure and so can you give us some tips on how we can handle pressure when things aren't going well 
I think I think uh, having a good set of uh, people around you at that point uh, really helps. Uh, and and I just don't mean uh, you know personally, but even professionally, having a good team uh, that sort of you know you're you're able to and you're able to kind of break off from from the pressures and and sort of focus uh, on the human aspect of things and just sort of devoting some time, taking that just one break, really gives you that. Uh, you know that time that you need to just sort of recuperate and get back on the horse so uh, for me i think that's what's worked uh, whenever there's there's been excessive stress it, it's just that whole that one tiny little break that just sort of makes me jump back up uh, that's always helped okay excellent now can you tell us about your worst entrepreneurial moment and uh, how did you turn it around uh, and the lessons you learned from that experience worst uh i don't know if there's one that sort of tops the list yet i mean there've been really uh there've been many uh sort of bad moments but not really like something that we couldn't turn around from or couldn't learn from and sort of get back quickly onto it so so can you tell us something that sticks in your mind which might be uh useful for uh, our listeners I think I think I've had my best and the worst moments while uh, you know hiring. <laughs> I think I see that as the biggest challenge that any entrepreneur can face because uh, in my mind I'm pretty clear businesses run by people and not by money or anything else. So uh, you know uh, wrong hiring mistake uh, really really takes you back and uh, you know if it is a hiring mistake you suppose you you should be able to correct it and also ensure that whoever is leaving your team uh, you know finds uh the next project before you know they kind of uh, leave you or say goodbye or whatever but uh, i think yeah i mean those are i think those are the biggest lows that i have faced uh, uh in terms of downturns okay okay great now let's uh, retouch on rent set go uh, now what is the revenue model of rent set go and what is the future you envision for the company Uh, so our revenue model is pretty simple. We charge a transaction fee because uh, for the value that we provide both to a user and a lender, uh, uh, it it so it's per transaction. And in terms of our future plans, uh, we are at a very very interesting point right now. We just uh, you know we we Mumbai was our playground. We did all sorts of things. We learned a lot of uh, a lot. from traditional businesses new age businesses new age consumers uh, older consumers so um, now uh, you know we are at the right point in time where we are looking to take that next big big leap and uh, we are uh, we are already uh, you know in place uh, to s- start setting up our operations in couple of other major transit cities where we see a lot of tra- uh, travelers traffic and uh, leisure kind of traffic coming in okay okay are you <coughs> <coughs> sorry uh, are you starting soon in bangalore uh, i would uh, really like to uh, try and use your service and of course meet you yeah definitely uh, bangalore is definitely on the maps and uh, so is delhi uh, these two are key markets which uh, which uh, we are you know sort of ready to take on and uh, and this is the first i think public forum that we i'm kind of sharing this news on uh, so uh, yeah so we are we are now in place to get that started Okay excellent uh, good luck uh, with that uh, now i i just had a quick question uh, uh, on uh, the uh, rental model uh, which i think will be very uh, interesting uh, for our listeners now uh, 
in case of things like let's say you're hiring a bike or a car uh, you, there is an insurance that covers the uh, the vehicle but in case of things like a camera or uh, i don't know a cycle bicycle etc uh, what what exactly happens if there is a a, a damage or, or there is an accident uh, how exactly does the platform uh, cover cover such a scenario or, or what is the guidelines you issue for your renters and and borrowers to to avoid a problem in such a scenario right so uh, i feel uh, you know we wanted to basically when we first started out i mean this was the first question that anyone would ever ask us even lenders who were into the business of lending so uh, we we were pretty uh, sort of this was the first problem that we tried to solve and i think we're still solving it and we're still evolving it uh, what we started with is Uh, how could we use the traditional model of uh, insuring a product and uh, by insuring i mean not insurance but how traditional businesses are doing this offline and how can we kind of replicate that onto our platform and then uh, also add uh, you know the nuances of technology that can help uh, make this process better so um, so one of the things that uh, the traditional businesses do is they take security deposit uh, which is which in in india where in the payment systems are such that you cannot block a credit card like you can in the us uh you know it seemed like an obvious choice uh what we have done however is that we've given lender the choice of whether you want to charge a particular user a, a, a security deposit or not now being early into the business or being uh, you know we're, we're just starting out so we're getting a lot of new consumers today it's very difficult to start building their reputation so uh in the back end we are building a reputation model that essentially assesses how a user and a lender behave on our platform and we are able to assign them some cert- certain kind of uh, a credit score which essentially helps us identify uh you know potential fraudulent activities uh, or potential good consumers and how we can sort of push them forward and how we can help lender take that decision of whether or not they want to lend a product to a user so um so but again all of these things start to play a bigger role at scale when you have users uh, you know in millions and when you have repeats coming in so this is that's why the uh, you know we use traditional models of uh, taking a security deposit or in some cases even id proofs and then evolving it to a more technology based uh, solution to insure products Okay excellent uh, excellent answer uh, now we just have a few more questions now can you recommend any books or resources for our budding entrepreneurs yeah uh, i'm i'm right now uh, rereading founders at work it was gifted to me by sunit uh, so it's just one of those books that sort of captivates you and uh, you know it it uh, it's written by i think jessica livingston uh, it's a brilliant book uh, before that i was reading peter thales 0 uh, to 1 uh, it's it's an interesting book but requires i mean for me it required requires another reread for for me to actually just you know absorb it entirely uh, but yeah these two books i'd highly recommend okay okay excellent we will link those up on the show notes now uh, rentset goes close to 1.5 years old one year 3 3 to 4 months uh, i would i would guess mm. right Mm-hmm. Uh, and and hindsight is always 2020 but if you were to do things different when you started out what would it be um 
Yeah. Okay. So uh, I think uh, this was a very personal uh, change that I felt. I think uh, uh, I would take much quicker decisions. I wouldn't. Uh, uh, I would not foster uh, longer on hiring mistakes, like I mentioned earlier. Uh, and uh, I think it took me a lot of time to realize that you know there's a difference uh, in the way businesses run today versus how it was probably run in my dad's days or in my in my you know in the older days where uh, you know till you don't start getting. Uh, profits or something you don't think about you you think more about conserving cash than spending and or investing so i think the difference between conserving cash versus investing cash i think i've kind of understood that now trying trying out uh, experimenting and learning on rents and go okay excellent now i just have one final question but uh, before we move on to that how can our listeners get in touch with you are you active on facebook linkedin twitter what's the best way to reach out to you uh linkedin linkedin and twitter uh twitter also i'm kind of getting hooked on to it now but linkedin i'm always reachable on linkedin uh i'm you can sort of find me uh by shruti ajmera reddy that I, i think you should be able to find me there yeah okay and and what's your twitter handle we'll link those up on the show notes it's at shruti ajmera okay excellent we'll link those up on the show notes uh, so uh, i just have one final question but before we move on to that i just want to take the time to acknowledge and thank you for sharing your knowledge to myself and our listeners i'm also very grateful for the value you are adding into the world and the startup community by means of your startup so with that we'll move on to the final question if there's one gyan that you could give our would be founders what would that be uh go out there and try it out man uh, you you can't know anything uh, sitting in front of your laptop or sitting you know in one place you have to just go outside and try it out uh, only then that's the best way to kind of know whether something would work or something wouldn't but just go out and try it out okay brilliant advice uh, shuti i really like it and uh, i'm i'm sure our listeners too uh, would like it So thank you so much for your time and it was a real pleasure chatting with you and wish you continued success in your venture. Thank you Ram it was a pleasure being here. There you have it folks another great startup and story of its founder. I do hope you enjoyed the show as much as we did in producing it. Do check out the show notes over at foundersgyan.com/ep27 and please do subscribe to the show via iTunes RSS or just plain old email. You can do all this on the show notes page. In case you think this show is useful and interesting do recommend it to your friends. I'll see you all next week with yet another startup and founder. But till then you know what the show is meant to do. I do hope you found this inspiring and do take action on your startup today. See you all next week and have a great time till then.